Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, automizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. at the minimum to be considered for SEC Coach of the Year? Austin, that's a great question. I think minimum for Beamer to win Coach of the Year in the SEC. 
I think if he's able to get double-digit wins, double-digit wins, I think would guarantee he wins coach of the year. I think nine and three will be pushing it. I think you go 10 and two or better. I think he will be coach of the year. Let's see. He also asked, who's destined to have a breakout year in the 2023 football season? You know, I think the easy answer is Trey Knox. You know, a guy that has flashed. He did flash at Arkansas, but is back under his old position coach, who is the OC now, Dabble Loggins. So you would think they will target him and make him a priority. Um, You know, I, I will go Trey Knox. I think that's the easiest one, but I think that is the one that makes the most sense. And I think that is also the most likely. So Trey Knox, to me, Austin, will be the guy. Uh, Austin also says if a new fan was going to catch a game at home this year, assuming all night games, which game would it have to be and why? If it was all night games, I would say, I mean, I think you got to go Austin with the Clemson game. I think you have to. I, I just, one of the best rivalries in college football, that atmosphere will be electric. I think you got to go with the Clemson game. Let's jump to the phone lines here. From. Dalton. Dalton, what's up, man? How are you? How's it going, man? Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, man. I appreciate you asking. What's up? Well, now that I guess we've uh, <clears throat> put a bow on the uh, South Carolina baseball season, unfortunately, um, you know, now we switch over to uh, football. And as, you know, you've said numerous times in the past, one of the biggest, uh, I think one of the biggest concerns areas that we, we need to be worried about or, or that will determine the success or failure of this team is obviously the line of scrimmage, uh, you know, offensive line, defensive line. In your opinion, who do you think needs to step up on the offensive line and defensive mm-hmm. line in order to have that kind of success? Because, you know, for the past six years, it feels like we haven't really seen uh, a solid run defense. And the O-line seems to be, you know, one of the worst in the SEC every single year. Yeah, on the offensive line. They have their moments. Yeah, no, they, they, they've definitely had their moments for sure. You know, on the offensive line, I look at a guy like a Ja'Kai Moore who's going to play at the tackle position. Also, Vershawn Lee. I mean, it's, it's hard to pick just one. You know, I, I will say this with the injury, Dalton, to, to Jalen Nichols. You know, I think you're going to be asking a lot of Marquis Anderson, the true freshman. You hate to pin it on a true freshman on the offensive line, but I think he's a guy you look to that needs to step up and step in and, and play good football for you immediately. So on the offensive line, it's, it's sort of tough to pin down one guy. Also, I think Nick Gargiulo sort of living up to – he was a guy that was highly touted coming from Yale, if you will, and going to take over at the center position. I look at the center position. That is the quarterback of the offensive line. On the defensive front, I would say, you know, I think Jordan Strawn emerging, coming back from injury, being that elite pass rusher on the outside, being the guy that we thought he was going to be last year before the injury took place. Because if you can't get after the quarterback, I mean, you're, you're going to struggle. You're just flat out going to struggle, right? I mean, you play some some teams in the front half of your schedule. UNC can throw it around. Georgia can throw it around. Tennessee can throw it around. Mississippi State can throw it around. And if you don't have a pass rush to combat that, you're going to put way too much pressure on your secondary to make plays, and especially a secondary 
that is replacing Cam Smith and Darius Rush. So, uh, you know, on the edge, I'd say strong in the interior. You know, I'd say a guy like Tonka Hemingway, just really evolving into and morphing into that leader on the interior. Um, being that run stopper, if you, I know he can play both edge and interior. Also, Tonka, or excuse me, also uh, Alex Huntley, you know, being that guy and having his best season of football as a junior. So, you know, I, I'd say this to you, Dalton. I, I think it's hard to pinpoint just one guy on both sides um, because I think there are just so many. It's a collective, right? I mean, the offensive line, defensive line, it's a collective for both parties. It's a collective for both sides. And uh, I think multiple guys will have to step up if, you know, this rushing offense, rushing defense, and beyond is going to improve this season. Well, do you believe that, you know, obviously we have some really good offensive uh, line players, some really good D-line players coming in uh, to the program this year in the 2023 class and next year in the 2024 class. I know it's not traditional normally for – uh, you know, offensive and defensive line players to come in and play immediately as a uh, freshman. Mm-hmm. But do you believe that we're going to see a lot of playing time for, for these, uh, you know, blue chip guys we got coming in on the lines of scrimmage uh, in the next couple of years? I mean, Dalton, I think not only are we going to see a lot of playing time with those guys, I think a lot of the success in this 2023 season, I think it heavily leans on the performance of these young guys. I think how quickly your youngsters, your freshmen, how quickly they get acclimated. I mean, you're going to be leaning on a guy like Desmond Umiozulu. Like, you've been you've been recruiting the way you've been recruiting on the line of scrimmage for a reason. And so, while you don't want to have to ask all of these guys to step up and step in and play – meaningful snaps and be impact players, you know, especially on the defensive side, you know, offensive line. I I don't think that's a recipe for success to ask freshmen to play. Like there are some exceptions to the rule, right? You remember Cade Mays over there at Tennessee, I believe, or was it at Georgia, whatever, Uh, you know, Marquis Anderson could be a guy like that, but typically you don't want to have to do that. But on the defensive front, for sure, man, I mean, guys like Desmond Umiazulu, who was so good in the spring, that can step up and be impact players for you. So um, you got a lot of guys with upside. You're recruiting really well. It's just about how quickly can you bring those guys to speed. So, um, you know, not only do I think they'll play, Dalton, but I think they're going to be a large part of South Carolina's success this year. And then my next sort of question going off of that is, obviously, I mean, the, the offensive line has a lot of question marks. And the running back room obviously also has a lot of question marks. Do you believe that, you know, sort of our lack of running back depth combined with, you know, potentially mediocre uh, offensive line play for most of the season will make this offense incredibly one-dimensional and, and sort of, you know, uh, lackluster because, you know, obviously – most offensive coordinators are going to use the running game to open up the passing game. Mm -hmm. And if you can't really get anything going on the ground and they know that you're going to pass it every single time, Mm -hmm. then that could potentially be a, be an issue on offense as far as uh, productivity is concerned. Dalton, that is my greatest fear for this Gamecocks offense going in this season. My greatest fear is not that Dabble Loggins will not be competent because I know he's going to be an upgrade over Marcus Satterfield. There is no question. My greatest fear is that, and we'll see, you know, could South Carolina's offensive line be better than expected? They absolutely could be. You know, I thought as the season 
went on last year. I thought uh, I thought Lonnie Teasley did a really, really good job coaching them up. And, you know, the O-line wasn't great by any means, but they were not the reason that South Carolina was losing football games, right? There were other things happening. Um, but that is my greatest fear, that South Carolina will be one-dimensional, right? Because right now you don't have a true SEC starting running back. Your offensive line, after losing Jalen Nichols for what's probably going to be the entire season, it's a massive question mark. And so even as good as Juice Wells is, even as good as Trey Knox is, even as good as Eddie Lewis can be, as good as Spencer Rattler is, if South Carolina's one-dimensional, man, they're going to struggle. And I think that's why, again, you've seen some of the inconsistencies from South Carolina over the years because they have just not had, you know, the two things that travel – Dalton, and the two things you can carry with you on a week-in, week-out basis when you have them is run game and defense. Run game and defense. Carolina ain't had a lot of run game, and their defense has been hit or miss when it comes to stopping the run specifically. So I think that's why you've seen the inconsistencies. South Carolina will not become more consistent as a football team. They will not become more consistent offensively or as a football team until they become dependable and solid in the trenches. Because, again, I think that's the biggest reason because, hey, there's it, it all comes back to matchups. There's some teams you play, you can get away with not being great up front because maybe they're lacking in that area too. But when South Carolina has played teams that are big, physical, strong football teams and nasty in the trenches, I mean, you've seen what we've seen, right? So that is my biggest fear, Dalton, and I think that is the reason that could be the undoing of you know, if Carolina were to slip to seven wins or, God forbid, six, you know, if the offensive line is even more of a problem than we thought and the defensive front can't learn to stop the run, can't figure that out, um, you know, I, I think it's going to be more of what we've seen over the last couple of years, which there will be moments of brilliance and, and Spencer Rattler will play well. And, you know, you've got weapons, obviously, skill position guys on the outside. But if you cannot win in the trenches, you're going to find a lot of inconsistencies. And so, yes, Dalton, that is my greatest concern is can South Carolina avoid being one-dimensional? And, I mean, going back to your point, in the SEC, uh, you know, more than in any other conference in college football, you know, they've got the best players in the trenches. I mean, just look that, – that's the reason why, you know, all the teams in the SEC are winning national titles – you know, competing at a high level, it's because they have the differentiator, the differentiator, which are the guys up front. I mean, Georgia, we've seen, you know, who they have up front, LSU, uh, you know, Auburn, guys like that. So, um, yeah, I I don't know. I, I hope that we can figure it out up front, but, but I would agree with you that, uh, you know, if we can get the the better play on the lines of scrimmage, then we have a chance to be a special football here. But we just haven't seen a whole lot of consistency over the past couple of years. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, I like where our recruiting is at as far as, you know, who we're bringing in. And you just have to hope that those guys can step up and uh, and contribute early in their career. Indeed. Dalton, always a pleasure to hear from you, my friend. I appreciate you calling in. No problem. Yeah, man. Take care. Great stuff from our friend Dalton. And again, he makes a lot of great points. And again, guys, we got a long way to go. 81 days 
to be exact, till the football season. So everything Dalton's talking about, and I was just echoing and and uh, you know breakdowns of the. I mean, we're going to get into everything, right? We got position unit previews, we got predictions, we got you know we'll break down the offense, the defense, the special teams, and line of scrimmage. You know, it's it's funny, guys. I was thinking back, and I was thinking back to when I started this. You know, I started creating content around the Gamecocks in any capacity uh, in 2017, right? January 2017. But I was just thinking about like the preseasons of 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, and then this year. And I was just sitting, I was like, I really, it feels like deja vu to a degree. Cause I'm like, I feel like we talk about line of scrimmage every single year. And it makes sense though, because Carolina has finished 11th or worse and stopping the run five consecutive seasons. It's like, dude, we are talking the same storylines. It's crazy. And I'm glad Shane Beamer's recruiting to fix that. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Justin. Justin, what's up, man? How are you? How you doing, Chris? I'm doing fantastic. I appreciate you asking what's going on. Hey, Chris. Um, the Gamecocks had a good baseball season. Um, hey, Chris, we, we, uh, hey, Chris, I knew South Carolina was going to struggle at Florida. I knew that. Um, South Carolina's caught Florida at a bad time, did that, Chris? They did. They did. I mean, listen, I mean, Florida on their home field, man, one of the best teams in college baseball. Um, there's a reason I picked the Gators to advance. It's not because I'm a hater or hate South Carolina or think lowly of them. But, you know, man, it was going to be tough. And I even saw somebody on Twitter talking about, I thought this was supposed to be a neutral site, right? It's an NCAA. I mean, dude, good luck with that, right? Good luck with that. So, um, you know, it would have been, hey, listen, if, if, if South Carolina would have hosted at Founders Park, probably would have been a different story. Gamecocks probably – uh, take two of three and ride the home crowd and ride the momentum. But unfortunately, you had to go to Gainesville and, uh, you know, Hurst and Waldrop turned in his best performance of the season. And, um, you know, and you got the results that we saw. So, Oh, yeah. Hey, Chris, the thing about Florida is, hey, Chris, if soccer could have, hey, I wish we'd get some wins back. And things could have been different this season, huh, Chris? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that 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 last month of the season for sure, when I know you dealt with the injuries, but the way that you stumbled down the stretch, I mean, I, th- I think it cost you. It cost you that home field advantage in the Super Regional round. And, um, you, know, it's, uh, you know, it's unfortunate. I mean, I think this team, I would not call this season a failure by any stretch. I think the season was a success. I thought it was a really, really good season. Um, but, you know, I, I will not blame anyone for feeling disappointed in – this team not reaching Omaha after a 34 and six start. I, I, I will not blame anyone because at that point, South Carolina was the best team in college baseball. And for that group to not make it to Omaha, Nebraska, it's, it's a shame. It, it really is a shame. Oh yeah. Cause it, you know what? It's, it's been a long time since Troy Trey. You've been, how many times have we watched this? 11? Bullshit, huh, Chris? That's unfortunate, Justin. It's unfortunate indeed. Yeah, LSU and Florida are going to the College World Series, and Tennessee's in there as well. Yeah, and Chris, LSU has the most. They've been how many? What's his LSU have been a lot, did they? LSU has won a lot. One of the best programs in college baseball for sure. Man, that's mm-hmm. it. I mean, soccer is it what third place like that, or they're behind? I, I'd have to look at the standings. I'm not exactly sure. Um, about- but yeah, I mean they're they're up there. They're up there. 
Yeah, that's just behind Ashton who went to the most sports series, right, Chris? Mm-hmm. Right. Man, that's the hey Chris, I'm not sure I'm not sure it's the thing about Mark Kissett. Has he done enough to to get another year that okay, in two or three years you gotta get to a World Series, right, Chris? Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I mean I I don't know if I label next year Omaha or bust, but it's a huge year, man. I mean, I, I think putting yourself back in a position to Putting yourself back in a position to get to Omaha, I think, uh, I think is key. Yeah, I think so too, Chris. Because here's the thing about it: if you'll get to Omaha two or three years, then oh boy, look, this is how far it's gonna get us, right, Chris? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's it's it people are gonna be talking. People are gonna be talking. Yeah, and you know what? If you can't get us there, who else could get you there, White Chris? Yeah, I mean it's you know Kingston's job will be it'll be a talking point yet again next year. Yep, it is. And Chris, before I go, man, um, football's a post house, huh? And, and and Chris, the SEC schedule comes out tomorrow, right, Chris? Yeah, yeah. The SEC schedule will drop tomorrow for twenty twenty four, so we'll find out who South Carolina's playing. I don't think dates will be attached to it, but we will find out who the Gamecocks opponents will be in 2024. Yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah, and Chris, I said one point be me on soccer's opponent for Western long-time Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine we will have Kentucky, and I, you know, I'm just curious to see if we're going to play Texas or Oklahoma. I'm, I'm really curious to see if, if either of those will land on the schedule. Yeah, and what about Georgia? I'm not sure they're going to be able to Next year's schedule. Uh, I, I, I still, I, I'd be surprised if we don't, uh, don't play Georgia. I bet we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, because that's some teams have been not playing that season, huh, Chris? That's right. That's right. It's college football is changing before our very eyes, man. The SEC included. So. Yeah, and Chris, we may not get them in next season either, huh? Right. Right. Yeah. Because it's not going to push for Alabama next season, right, Chris? But I don't know. That's a – we think, Chris. Yeah. No, I mean, it's 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 going to be interesting to see, like I said. But I'm excited, man. Oklahoma and Texas in the league and the matchups are going to be electric. So. Yep. We have to see. Hey, Chris, what about Dowell Loggins? What about Dowell Loggins? I mean, I, I again, we'll see, man. It's – it's um, he's got a lot to prove. I, there, there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic, and I love everything he said at this point. And – you know, now we'll just see what he can do with, uh, you know, with with Spencer Rattler and all the weapons he has and, you know, go from there. But got to work around kind of a makeshift offensive line, but we'll see if he can do it. Yeah, we to see. Like, Chris, like you said, man, we don't have one guy this year, but, man, they got to try something different, huh, Chris? They got to try something different, man, indeed. Indeed, yeah. You got to try something different. Got to make it yeah. click. Got to make it work. Yep. Well, Chris, that's all I say, man. Justin, I appreciate the call, my friend. Always a pleasure to hear from you. Uh, you too. Take care. Go get Cox. Yes, sir. Take care. Go game, Cox. Justin, I appreciate it. 7 o'clock will be the schedule release show where they will release the 2024 football schedule. I would, I would, uh, Craig, assume that it'll be about an hour. Yeah, I mean, you know, they drag that stuff out. So they drag that uh, that stuff out for sure, for sure. Austin Gregory asked me, what's the longest call you've ever heard? Has anyone gone over 30 minutes before? No, I would never allow it. Um, 
again, I try to keep the calls to as close as five minutes as possible. Um, but the longest has been like 18 minutes. And again, that that's I, I figured out like two months ago. I was just like, dude, we gotta stop. We we we, we gotta stop the long drawn outs. The long drawn out calls, man. Call, get the question in, get the comment in, whatever. Get out of there. You know what I mean? So, anyways, let's dive back into your questions. We have a lot of comments here. Got a lot of comments here. Joey 80 says, Oh God, here we go. Have you heard the rumors that Cam Canarella that plays at Clemson? Maybe transferring. He's from my hometown. The word is he may go to Carolina. Joey 80, we had a lot of fun with Tiger fans on Twitter yesterday. My goodness, the, the, the screenshot that Austin Gregory actually sent me of uh, his Facebook profile that says he's like employed by South Carolina or goes to South Carolina. Or whatever. We, 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 we ran with that. My God, I mean, you would have think full meltdown mode. Full meltdown mode. Let's see. I see people going back and forth in the comments. And I have no idea why. Joseph says, why wouldn't everyone come back next year and improve their draft stock and go to Omaha? That makes no sense to me. We could have everybody back with McGillis. Uh, Joseph, some guys are ready to play Pro Bowl, bottom line. I mean, some some guys, Joseph, you got to accept some guys don't want to come back to college. I mean, a guy like Will Sanders is still probably even after this season going to be a high draft pick. So he may just simply put, Joseph, not want to come back to college. Some guys don't want to go to school. Some guys don't like school, man. So a guy like Braylon Wimmer, been in college for forever. He may not want to come back. Some guys will get advised, hey, it's in your best interest in regards to your leverage, your draft slot, where you are. And again, some guys are just ready for the next step. So there are many different reasons, Joseph, but I don't think it's just as simple as... You might think. We'll put it that way. Let's see. Mm-mm. Getting back into the questions from earlier that Austin Gregor was asking. What are the expectations in year two under Lamont Paris? Um, Austin, I think realistic expectations for Lamont is, is make a push to make the NIT. Um, I, I think that's fair. I mean, you got to start expecting postseason at some point, but I don't think it's fair in year two to expect NCAA tournament. I mean, do are they going to have a roster that's really good enough to make the NCAA tournament? I mean, I think 500 SEC play, 500 SEC play, and making the NIT would be a good season. So, I think that'd be a good season. Austin Gregory, if we only won seven games this year, which seven would you pick for us to win? Count UGA as an automatic loss in this scenario. Austin, you got to wait, my friend. You got you got to wait. You got to wait until my predictions actually drop. Austin, top three worst coaches in Gamecocks football history. Um, Will Muschamp. Hmm, who else? Will Muschamp, Sparky Woods, and I don't know. I'd have to go back through the record books. I have no idea. Andy Rossway, who would you rather play, Texas or Oklahoma in football, and why? Good question. Um, I'll say Texas, and I don't really have a reason, Andy, other than just the brand of Texas. If you, I, I know Oklahoma's still a, a really big brand, but I'll go Texas. Ruination says Brad Scott as does Justin Martin. 
I mean, is it is it fair to include the guy who led South Carolina their first ever bowl win into the top three worst coaches of all time? Is that fair, Bruin Nation? I mean, I, I know he wasn't great by any means, but I don't know. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. The phone lines are open here on this Tuesday, June the 13th, 2023. Um, Bruin Nation says people don't realize what Scott did to this program on the way out. Yeah, I mean, fill me in, Bruin Nation. I have no idea. I mean, I know he wasn't great, again, by any stretch. I'm not sitting here saying he was some great coach or anything. I, I just admittedly don't know everything that took place. Lynn Turner said, Mason Love needs to add a quarterback coach over the summer if he wants to fill Kai Kroger's shoes. Yeah, yeah, with all the all the fakes and everything. I mean, why not? Yeah. Get, get, learn, learn, learn to throw the football. Big wash is if we had Jerzen Beck, we would have won game one. I didn't see anything special from Florida that tells me differently, and that's just my opinion. Big wash, that is just your opinion. I, I, I thought Will Sanders was fantastic in game one, and he pitched his tail off. And We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. You still didn't get it done. I, I, I don't know that Jerzenbeck would have honestly thrown any better than, than Will Sanders did. Lynn Turner said when Tanner relaxed, that's when his teams took off. One of his former players gave him the advice, and it worked. It did. It did indeed. Also, Ray Tanner becoming a grandparent 
from what I was told by players on those teams, that also softened Coach Tanner up and made a huge impact on his coaching style and, and obviously the Gamecocks as well. So, let's see. Mm -mm -mm. Just diving into these questions. Austin Gregory says, due to some rumblings I've heard, I would not be surprised to see Caleb Denny gone. Yeah, not for sure. That's that's one I've also heard. That is one that I've also heard. All right, let's jump to your phone. Let's let's jump back to the phone lines if I can spit it out. Call from Dale from Ace <sighs> To accept. Dale, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, are we live or is this a recording? Wait, we're, we're, you know, it's been like Dale. We're live, Dale. We're live. The people are hearing you. What's up? Hey, man. It's Dale. I just wanted to say, man, you seen the big news today? I do not think I've seen the news. Can you fill us in? Well, first off, let's go ahead and say, oh, Smokey's going to Omaha. Oh, Omaha. You called it. You Omaha. Called, yeah, you, you called it, Dale. Tennessee's for real. Yeah, man, they took out the arch nemesis, you know, the old Gamecocks, you know. I mean, not Gamecocks, not Clemson Tigers. You know, so we both were excited about that. But now they, they going on Omaha. Not Omaha Beach, but Omaha, Nebraska. So, that, you know, that's rule number one. But So I'm, I'm happy for that, Chris. But the other thing is, is you know, I, I'm over the breakup and all, but you know, she made it public today. She's got her new boyfriend, so I, I, I just don't know how it feels today a little bit. Of, you well, know, I'm just kind of – Rebecca really did. Re home. Rebecca made it public. Yeah. Wow. Got her new man. Wow. Rebecca has a new boo. Wow. Yep. Um, wow. And, you know, I, I, you know, I'm good with, you know, moving on. You know, I was single pangling down in – Myrtle Beach, you know, a couple of weeks ago, that was fun, you know, still ain't got no friends, you know, nobody's accepting my friend request yet that I found down there, but, you know, that's besides the point, but it's really hitting home right now, it's like, you know, you see another chapter starting to blossom that you're just not in, you realize you're just a side character in somebody else's picture book, you know? <laughs> right, right, you were just a but, chapter in that book, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I'm me. I'm about to go get pick up Keith. We're gonna go meet Martin and go get a drink together because I, we've all been there. <laughs> Y'all have all been down that road. We've all been down that road. Um, it's just you know we we all kind of feel like we can relate to one another, not just because we're neighbors, but because you know we've all been in this situation before, and it's it's just my time now. So. The boys are going to look out for me. So we're about to head up to Shawnee's, hang out, get a drink, and try to get over today, man. But, yeah, I didn't know if you'd seen it, because I'm sure she'll be in here soon talking about the hell with Dale Keith and Martin, all of us. And whatever the new guy's name is, he'll, he'll be her king. I think you need to uh, you need to take on Rebecca's new boo in a game of of Crash Bandicoot Racing one v one for for Rebecca's. Uh, oh, yeah. Chris, don't get me fired up now. Ain't ain't no way that little boy can. Oh man, ain't he coming on dead last every time? Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> but 
You got any recommendations of anything I can do to find me a new woman or a place I, to go? I got, or I got nothing. I, I, I got nothing for you, man. I, I I have no idea. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't think I have the remedy to uh, to cure a broken heart here on this uh, on this Tuesday, my friend. <laughs> you got a third cousin or something? That, you know, somebody Jesus that I can Christ. talk to. Nobody okay. available, my guy. Nobody available. All right, well. I'm just happy I'm talking to you too, man. Yeah. I feel like I've just been talking myself. It's been like two months, I feel like. I know. It's been forever, Dale. I, I apologize that uh, I've been putting you on the back burner, my man. I'm, I apologize for that. It, it, it's understandable. You know, small doses of Dale is probably what's best, you know, so <laughs> I understand. We can only handle that's so much what, greatness. What, we can only handle so much greatness at one time, my friend. Exactly. I'm like a scratch and sniff sticker. You know, you know it's, it's real strong at the start, but, you know, it'll wear off quick. So. For sure. Yeah, good way but to put right, it. I just wanted to holler touch base with you and let you know I'm I'm struggling a little bit today, but we're going to be all right. Um, I'm seeing Keith pulling up now, so I'm going to get off here so I can head up Shoney's and eat my, eat my tears away. You enjoy that, Dale. Appreciate you. Try to keep your head up. Thanks, Chris. You, you're the best, man. BDD out. <laughs> oh, BDD out. And Rebecca's got a new boo, by the way. Wow. That's the news of the day right there. Not a welcome home, not no bait, not, not, not a report card, not an award show. Rebecca has a new boo. How about that? Ethan says, saw a rumor on Twitter last night that I'm not sure is true or not. I heard Dan Mullins considering an offensive analyst role for us. Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. Do you realize who tweeted it, my man? Drew P. Johnson. Drew P. Johnson. Drew P. Johnson tweeted it, Ethan. It's not real, my guy. It's it's fake. It's it's fake. It's very, very, very fake. Uh, Austin, Gregory, Chris, who do you have taking home the crown in this year's College World Series Jello Shot Challenge? It's got to be LSU, man. It, it, it has to be LSU. So it's got to be LSU. Yeah. Mm-mm. Ethan says, I love our baseball team, but it's difficult to see that not many Gamecock fans want to believe in them or talk good about them unless they win it all every year. Well, Ethan, this is a fan base that got spoiled under Ray Tanner. That's just bottom line. Got really, really spoiled. And I'm not saying don't have high expectations or high standards, but you do have to be careful. You, you, you do have to be careful. You really do because, you know, I, I, the last thing you want to do is, you know, start writing off super regional 40-plus win seasons as bad seasons. You know what I mean? So, um, to your point, though, Ethan, that, that was the case this year. It did happen. So, Luke RJ, Beamer Rattler, 2023. Indeed, my friend. Indeed. Get your merch today. TSUS.store. Ruben Nation said, Rebecca's like a blunt. Everyone gets a hit. God, that was foul, Ruben Nation. Foul. Absolutely foul. Andy Rossway says, this is the Gamecock content we need. No doubt. Here we go. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from... Peyton, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Good about yourself, Chris. I'm doing fantastic, man. I appreciate you asking what's going on. 
Uh, just, this is going to be a, a rather quick one here. I just want to talk a little bit about Nick Carver for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you think he could potentially make the most impact for us next season? I think undou- like position-wise, you're saying. Uh, position-wise, right. Yeah. I mean, I think undoubtedly the wide receiver position. You know, I, I think uh, you heard Beamer talk about He's not going to be a hand-in-the-dirt guy. He's going to be on the outside. I mean, I, I think for sure, man, using that that size, that speed, that athleticism, I think wide receiver is definitely it. I don't expect him to play any defense. I know he was a guy that played DN, but, you know, one of the reasons he came to South Carolina is I think they sold to him that he will be featured in the offense and he will get the football in his hand. So I think the wide receiver position most definitely is where you're going to see him featured this year. I think – uh, six foot five. What is he? Two hundred and twenty pounds, something like that. Um, I, I'd have to look up exactly here. I, I actually got it right here. Nicholas Harbor is. Let's see. So yeah, six five, two twenty five. Yeah. That kind of speed that he has, along with that size, I, I just. Good luck, SEC corners. That's all I got to say. If if you try to press him, it's not going to go well. Yeah, I mean, so, again, his, his biggest good. his biggest challenge early on is just going to be learning the nuances of the receiver position. But once he gets that down, man, and I know the question people have had, well, can he catch the football? I think he can. They can teach him to catch the football. So. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think for sure, you know, once he gets that down pat, the athleticism, the speed, all that, I mean, it's the size, it's it's there. I mean, those are things you cannot teach. Yeah. That's, uh, and that's – I think he's going to help us out a lot, hopefully, if he can if he can get his feet underneath him and get used to the speed mm-hmm. of, of SEC play and use our offense. And uh, I just – I think he can help exploit a lot of teams for us this year on offense. So mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I think wide receiver would be best case scenario for for Nick, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he can have a great year. Yeah, dude, so, for sure. I think he can be a. I think he can be a key piece for us that maybe is, that maybe is not quite as expected going in the season because you know he's just a true freshman, and I think keeping the expectations realistic are important. But yeah, he could be a guy that really breaks out and. Uh, helps Carolina win a couple games this year. Sure, man, for sure. Well, uh, got to head on in back to work here, and I'll probably uh, I'll tune in again for for sure another time this week. And I always get to talk to you, Chris O'Cox. Thanks for his up show, man. Peyton, you're the man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the call, my friend. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Take care. Great stuff. Great stuff from Peyton. I know Bruin Nation. That was not. Peyton Dawkins, my guy P-Dawk from Above Average Gamecocks, that was not him. Um, no, that was not P-Dawk. You know, P-Dawk, I miss those days, P-Dawk calling in and all that. It was, you know, good times. Either way, that, that was not P-Dawk. That was not P-Dawk. But uh, great stuff there from Peyton. Appreciate Peyton calling in as always. And, guys, like I mentioned, we are going to officially really hit the gas pedal, I would say, starting tomorrow on the football side of things, not with like our preseason content or anything, because you guys know how this rolls, right? You you already know how it goes, where we, uh, the next really two weeks or so, up until July 4th, we'll do our top five series. We'll continue to do that, to do that 
tomorrow we'll actually get into uh, home and away uniforms. All right, my my my. And I'm not exactly sure we're going to do multiple top five or or just one. I got to figure that out, right? I got to figure that out in regards to content where I want to go with that. But uh, you know, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to continue that top five series, talking uniforms, talking specific players, all kinds of stuff, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. But you know, we'll get to July 4th. The 3rd is a Monday. The 4th is a Tuesday. We will take the 3rd and the 4th off for July 4th holiday, of course. Do whatever. Hang out. Go to the barbecue. Go to the lake. Hell, I may go to the mountains. Whatever. Do whatever you want to do. And get ready. Because on July 5th and July 6th, we are diving into, and I believe that's what we'll do, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, we'll do that. Wednesday, Thursday, July 5th and July 6th. I will lock in my game-by-game predictions for the 2023 football season. And at that point, we are all systems go on the preseason content, breaking down everything, dissecting everything, diving into everything. It's going to be a ton of fun. A life event that happened yesterday and I feel like more of an adult because of it. I am now officially a Costco member. <laughs> so, yeah, that's something new in my life, by the way, my, my personal life. I joined Costco. And again, I feel this is my first time ever joining like a Sam's Club, Costco, any of the sort. I feel more like an adult now because of that. I don't know why. I don't know. I just do. So, uh yeah, it's crazy, too, when you're in there, like, applying for everything and, like, how serious they take it all. Like, yeah, but it's cool, though. Yeah, it's cool. Costco member officially. How about that? We're moving on up in the world. Yeah, I mean, Andy, here's the way I look at it. Andy Rossway says, it'll quickly become your favorite place. I mean, Andy, I look at it this way. If I'm paying a yearly membership to go there, why would I ever go anywhere else? I mean, the only thing is... I know they've got their like their hot dogs or their signature item. Costco does not have a pub sub, does it? It doesn't have a sub of any kind, which is unfortunate. It's, it's I, like I, they they do they do have food options though. They've got literally everything you can think of in there. Because I was in there yesterday shopping around, but uh, yeah, I just feel more more like an adult, man. I don't know. That's something new happening in my life. In case you were curious, um, let's see. Justin Martin points out LSU has nineteen. College World Series appearances, Florida has 13, Mississippi State 12. South Carolina baseball needs to catch up. Okay. Our number is 11. So, Andy Rossway says, you will adapt and thrive, speaking on the Costco side of things. Heck, I might go back today, Andy. I might go. I got a right mind to go back today. Why not? <laughs> Good stuff. And it's a great place, though. Let's see. Again, guys, 843-790-3377 as we close out this show. Austin Gregory, did you see my comment about the tight end? I might have missed that one. Austin, you left me a lot of questions, my guy. You left a lot of questions. Um, 
I see the one. What is your 2000s all-time starting five quarterback, running back, receiver, wide receiver, one, two, and tight end? See, you're asking me a question like that, Austin. Like, I feel like we need to sit down and do some research. Off the very top, of, I'll just go, how about this? My 2000s starting five of my favorites, quarterback, uh, quarterback, Savelle Newton, running back, Corey Boyd, Wide receiver one, Sidney Rice. Wide receiver two. Troy Williamson. It's tough. I I, I want to say Kenny McKinley. I gotta go Troy Williamson, though. And tight end. We'll go. Shout out my guy Andy Boyd. Let's go Andy Boyd at tight end. If I had tight end two, I'd say Jared Cook. But I'm gonna go Andy Boyd, man. I'm gonna go Andy Boyd. Friend of the show. McKinley is definitely one that, uh, yeah. Brew Nation says next you'll be going to Cracker Barrel three times a week before heading there. Why would I go to is it? Why would I go to Cracker Barrel before going there, Brew Nation? What what is the point of that? Justin Martin points out Kentucky baseball has never went to the College World Series. Yeah, never been. It's crazy too, because their program's a lot better now. But you know, unfortunately, you get matched up having to go to LSU. That's that's just a that's just a really unfortunate draw, right? If you're Kentucky. I mean, you're Kentucky, man. That's tough. That's really, really tough. Wake Forest at plus 225 to win the College World Series. Uh, Florida, plus 415. LSU, plus 415. Virginia, plus 650. Tennessee, plus 1,000. TCU, plus 1050. Stanford, plus 1,300. Oral Roberts, plus 1,000. I tell you what, Tennessee, plus 1,000, man, I I think is the best bet. I, I really do. I, I don't know, man. I, I I like Tennessee a lot. Dude, even bro, this is this might be worth throwing a cut like like throw a hundred on LSU, throw a hundred on Tennessee, and throw a hundred on Stanford and just watch it play out. Like really, truly, I think there's some value there, man. I think there's some value in in some of these for sure. Mm, let's see. So what is so training camps underway? I think is training camp. Uh, training camps underway for NFL teams. We're seeing NFL teams, their players, their squads take the field, if you will. Lynn Turner says, "I hate Sidney Rice had to go pro after sophomore year before the days of NIL. I think it cut his career short with injuries before he was physically ready." Yeah, I mean the days of NIL guys are definitely staying in college longer, which I think is. A positive. It is a positive. Taylor Maid says, Chris, you see the stat about Tennessee Athletics Department. Good grief. They have somehow won all the SEC sports or won the SEC All Sports Championship two years in a row. Crazy they flipped it so quick. I mean, we were talking about best athletics department in the SEC. I think Tennessee's definitely got to be up there. They are crushing. They're crushing. Um, Will Hall says, fun Andy Boyd story. He, Blake Mitchell, and Cody Wells. Used to live next door to some buddies of mine, and we would hang out on occasion. He came in the house pretty tipsy one night, right as the Pirates of the Caribbean song started playing, and he super geeked out over the song playing. He also had a really good Lou Holtz impression he'd throw out. Yeah, he's Will Hall. He's done that on our show, but uh, no, that 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 sounds about right to Andy Boyd. And of course, the Pirates of the Caribbean song that was 
that for some reason that caught on for some reason that was like the intro song to 2005 right like that was like the on the scoreboard it was the the song they play and then it's time for Carolina football Steve Spurrier would say and 2001 would play and the rest is history I mean guys it's crazy to think there used to not be the welcome to Williams Bryce video that used to not be a thing like it's kind of wild yeah I mean I was there I mean I was I was at that so John Edwards is my all-time is Shaw, Lattimore, Jeffrey, Rice, and Cook. Well, John Edwards, he was talking about the 2000s. So, 2009. The 2010s would be the era that you are referencing. But that's all-time, I guess. You're all-time. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough, John Edward. Fair enough. John Edward also says it's a mandatory minicamp that the players are going through right now. So, got you. Got you. Guys, again, I appreciate you all tuning in. Like I said, just stay tuned for exactly what the content schedule will be. Um, now that we are diving into the offseason, if you will, and really turning the page to football. I mean, we really are turning the page to college football and and breaking everything down. And I know these next couple of weeks are really like peak offseason doing our top five list, stuff like that. I can promise you we got some things in the works, guys, that we're really going to dive into football season and we're going to hit it hard. And I cannot wait to really get the ball rolling, get the conversation going. It's going to be a ton of fun, man. Also, we got our merch relaunch, our store relaunch in the pipeline. Um, Jeff Gullage, here's a great question. Is the T-Sus bus still in play for the future? Yes, Jeff, I would say for the future. I don't know if it, like this season's a reality, but just for the future as a whole? I mean, could be. Could be. You never know, Jeff. You never know. It could be. It could be. You know, that's that's the thing. People ask me all, all the time about my plans for the football season and what we are, you know, again, planning on doing. And, you know, I, 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 all I all I know is this, guys. I am planning on 110% operating a post-game call-in show. A post-game call-in show. So, outside of that, you know, when I love to go to games, I mean, I, you know, I, I would. I think there's also great value watching it in studio and us doing our thing in the Big Cock Club Discord and stuff like that. Um. I the bottom line is this though I don't have all the detail the details yet for football season. Most likely we will not be at the games. We will be back at the studio, rocking and rolling and doing our thing, creating content, all that good stuff. Because guys, again, especially on football game days, like I need to be plugged in. I need to be locked in, creating content, all that good stuff as I mentioned. So, and then we're gonna rock the post game calling shows immediately after the games, which are gonna be electric, electric. So, but I say all that in saying. We've got 81 days. While we're plotting and scheming right now, there are some things that there are some loose ends that, who knows? Who knows where we'll be this 2023 football season? But you guys, whatever. Yeah, Chase, if I'm not banned from the stadium, you're right, yeah. It's crazy. I'm banned from every stadium across the country. It's wild. It's wild. 
wild how that works, Chase. Uh, anyways, guys, hey, we've hit 3 o'clock. Thank you all so much, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you uh, again to everyone that called in, all of our commenters, and J.C. Sherbert for taking the time to chat today. Guys, of course, as always, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit the like button. Hit the bell icon so you get notifications when we drop new video content and when we go live here on TDC. Also, subscribe to the podcast. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We drop daily shows each and every single day on the podcast side of things. So, guys, again, thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a great rest of your day, and we will talk to you all tomorrow. Tomorrow.